Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Esteemed listeners of Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah, we welcome you to this interview segment. And the date today is the 28th of Rabi'ul Akhir 1445, corresponding to the Gregorian calendar, the 13th of November 2023. Let's welcome Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein Sab Dhamad Barakatu. Mufti Sab, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatu. Wa Alaikum Assalam wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatu. Barakallahu Fikum wa Zaid Khanji. Mufti Sab, what's the latest updates in Gaza? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Israel Hamas war day 38. That's how they got it here. Yeah. Hezbollah's dangerous play liable to spur second war front in Israel's north, meaning that they're shooting from there also. IDF raids home of senior Islamic Jihad member in Gaza. That's one. Palestinian health ministry men killed by IDF in Hebron, West Bank. Palestinian report 70-70. All men killed in Hebron from Israeli army fire. Israel releases name of two soldiers killed in battle in Gaza Strip. Alhamdulillah. Every one of these Israelis dispatched to hell. We must say Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. And then I'm going down here. Biden under growing pressure to change approach to Israel-Hamas war. With the world's eyes on Gaza, Netanyahu can't gaslight Americans too, meaning that the pressure is on him. He knows he's a war criminal, and he knows it won't be business as usual. There are so many countries that are charging them, Colombia, Ireland, and so many other countries are busy. So inshallah, one by one, they will be taken in by the International Criminal Court and so forth, but they're banking on their rich, rich, you know, financiers to try and help them get out, out of this. See a new film exposing Hamas. Nova massacres, horrors is not available to be watched, you see. So they'll cook things up like you must remember. These three dilemmas will determine Israel's war with Hamas. Okay, thanking Iran, Nasrullah presents his new deterrence equilibrium with Israel. Okay. Then thousands of women rally in Tel Aviv in support of Israeli hostages in Gaza. And Netanyahu uh, on attack account. Did people ask FDR about Pearl Harbor? So now he's trying to use that, you know, to justify his uh, whatever they did and so forth. Okay, remember that now there are three, four things that are breaking immediately. Number one is that at Shifa Hospital, remember that there is no fuel there, no medicine there, so it's become a war zone. And imagine a hospital, that's a war crime. Second one is this, that there are snipers entering there, and you know, if anybody interferes, they'll shoot them dead inside the corridors of the hospital, and that is happening already. So that is second thing. And third thing, the two other hospitals, one is the Shifa Hospital, one is the Quds Hospital. Both of them don't have fuel, don't have medicine, nothing. Now, who is responsible for that? No fuel, no medication, no nothing. So obviously, the Israelis and so forth. So therefore, we must expose them, name them, shame them, and so forth, and all their supporters. And let us be clear on this issue, that in Shifa Hospital alone, they're speaking of their 200, 240 hostages. These 600 people, they're 
all hostages now. So what about them? So you must remember these things here. The whole thing is what? Is to terrorize and frustrate the Palestinians there that you must leave from here. And that is what is ethnic cleansing and so forth. So that is the Jutlas, the Haram is their aim, you must remember. But again, we Jutlas, we know they are our enemy. But the biggest enemy here is Saudi Arabia, Emirates, Bahrain, Morocco, Jordan, and Egypt, and so forth. Now they had a big conference day in, you understand, Saudi Arabia. They invited this one, that one, Arab leaders, Muslim countries. Even the president, the president of Iran, Raisi, was there. So what happened? If you just take these three issues, they said, we have the oil. Why don't you call for oil embargo? No more oil for Israel. So you must remember, is your oil? You can say we don't want to sell it to you. So I mean that King Faisal did that. And, uh, but you need Iman. These are people who are murtads. You must remember, we're discussing two. They said you must not give them, you must remember, airspace to fly over. So imagine that that also they do. They fly over Saudi Arabia to go to Emirates and to, you know, to, to and fro. And the third one, they said all Arab countries, Muslim countries who got ties with Israel should immediately sever ties. I mean, if a, a country like Bolivia, which hardly got any more. I've been there. You understand? That was my last visit there in South America, 2019. I was in Santa Cruz. There's not even a graveyard there. You must remember for Muslims. So masjid also, you must remember, is one masjid only. So the others are just like musallas and so forth. So you can understand that how small the population so, but their conscience is not allowing them. They expel the ambassador, they sever ties and get out. We're not interested in you, you see. Then Colombia did something similar. Inshallah, Ireland will do something like this on Wednesday. Expel and then, you know, maybe sever complete ties with them or whatever you. So the point here is this, but these Arab countries, you must remember, they keep on bootlicking. And there were 10, 11 countries, Arab countries who said, this is what we must do. But you see, Saudi refused, Emirates refused, Bahrain refused, Morocco, Jordan, and Egypt, and all these countries. So that is your big problem. And therefore, Israel knows that these countries are like our like borders, and they will always like protect us, you know, directly, indirectly. So that is what the whole tragedy is about this year. You get the idiot, what else can I call him, like Sudeis? He says, you, the public, you must not get involved. You must speak to your Wulatul Amr. You must speak to your leaders, your king, your prime minister, president. So who must we speak to in Saudi Arabia? Saudi Arabia is a kuffar regime run by MBS, a pakka murtad. And you, Sudeish, did you condemn that while the children were being bombarded, killed, massacred, everything, you are having musical shows there in Riyadh. Did you condemn that? So he was a man. So just because they get money and perks and all that, there's uh, Abdullah Awad al-Juani, I no more call them Sheikh also, the Mufatiyas if you ask me, real scholars for dollars, especially the Sudais and Awad, Abdullah Awad al-Juani. So you must remember in his Friday khutbah just three days ago, so he takes the king's name twice, he takes the MBS name twice, he doesn't take the name of any Sahabi. He never mentions Sena Bakr, Sena Omar, Sena Usman, Sena Ali, nothing. And this now. 
Now I'm asking, where is your allegiance? Uh, and this is second, third time already we're hearing that you must remember you, the Saudis and the public, you must now contribute to the king's fund and this fund and all this fund, you must remember, and the money is going to Palestine and what have you. But to who in Palestine? Is it going to Mahmoud Abbas and Abu Mazin and them? Is it going to Gaza? Is it going to Hamas? Because some of these people, they'll tell you that Hamas are terrorists like UAE. They say we got nothing to do with them because they got ties with Israel. There's a clip rotating. Whether it's authentic or not, I'm not sure. But they say the Mufti of UAE is making dua and making dua for the people, the soldiers, the Israeli soldiers who died, Jews. Quran says you can't pray for any non-Muslim. Chapter 9, verse 84. وَلَا تُسْوَلِّ عَلَىٰ أَحَدٍ مِّنْ هُمَّاتَ أَبَدًا وَلَا تَقُمَ الْأَقَبْرِ But these people are scholars for dollars. These are, you know, ulama ud-dawla, you call them. The king's ulama, the ruler's ulama. So you must remember whatever they tell them to do, they just do it because the allegiance not to Islam, the allegiance is to their rulers and so forth. So all these things are unfolding. But on the positive side, we must remember non-Muslims, Muslims, the way they protesting unheard of in certain countries. You must remember Australia, London had one of the biggest marches in history, almost half a million according to other press, and Western press say 300,000 plus, 330,000, 350,000, and so forth. Then you see other places as well. So the tide has turned against Israel because they are baby killers, killers of prophets and messengers, and that's what they know, that they have lost this war, and today they can't hide because... Every person has got a cell phone and the person must just send to 5, 10, 20 people and then it goes viral, so you must remember that. So therefore, the people now know who the real super terrorists are without a shadow of doubt. It's America and it is Israel. So therefore, in our du'as also, we must say, Allahumma alayka bijuyushil amerikiyin wa israeliyin. Ya Allah, decimate, destroy the American and Israeli army and so forth and so on. And for the Saudis, I told you the dua before, Allahumma ahalik ala Saud kama ahalakta ada wa thamud. So ya Allah, destroy the Saudi royal family, the zalims among them, as you destroyed the people of Ad and Thamud. So all these are issues we should know. And then one more issue before we go to the next question. Many people made bookings, you must remember, for Umrah or for Ziyarat to Aqsa and so. So should they go, shouldn't they go and so forth? We're discouraging people. But if you haven't been there and you made booking and you already paid, and then you go. It's not haram or something, but we're discouraging. And if you've been there before, then there's no need for you to go. Similarly with Emirates Airlines and all that. We discourage people to go. We must let them know we are very, very upset. (coughs) (coughs) I just read a fatwa of Mufti Taqi Usmani, and he wrote something very nice. He said, this is not fatwa of halal, haram or something. It is a masla and an issue of your ghayrah. 
of your self-respect, your self-esteem, and so forth. That how does your zamir, how does your inner heart, your inner recesses, you know, is Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam authentic day in Musnad Ahmad. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, so that is what is meant. Our heart should not allow when all these things happened from that time and never went with Emirates. You understand? Now we're running three, four years already. So you must remember that I said no. Once these people normalize ties, I said now I don't want. I must give them money and so forth that they can give me all the perks and so. Rather, I don't travel with them. Finish end of the story. Similarly, with Saudi Arabia, the day that this MBS came came in and he murdered Jamal Khashoggi, he murdered thousands of people in Yemen, and his clothes is going nearer and nearer towards Israel and all that. So then we say no need for us to go for Umrah and Hajj. We've been there several times. We give them money and then that money goes to the Jutlas and they are the ones who are murdering, killing our mothers, children, men, innocent people and so forth. But not everything is going their way. They're losing a lot of men. They're losing a lot of tanks and so forth and so on. So inshallah, Allah's help will come. And you know, they say we want to finish off Hamas and that. But inshallah, Israel will get finished off because they're going to end up with the civil war. And thereafter, remember that there will not be a state like Israel, inshallah, Aziz. Amen. Muftisab, as we know, on a broader scale, there's the Abrahamic Accords. And on a lower level in our country, there's the interfaith. So in South Africa, our Islamic, so-called Islamic organizations, they sit with the chief Zionists in an attempt to bring peace. And this is what they've been putting in, instilling in the brains of people that it's for peace. But how much of peace has this actually brought to us Muslims with this whole crisis? It's not only South Africa. This interfaith movement is everywhere in the world and so forth. Therefore, we say, you see, the problem is that uh, that's why I admire Hazrat Muhammad Sadiq Desai so much, Hafidullah, because of his sincerity, his taqwa, piety. Quran says, What taqullah, When you have true taqwa, then Allah becomes your teacher. That man will tell us things five, ten years before, and they say, you will see, this will happen, this will happen. So sometimes you even start doubting, can it be like that? And then you start seeing it, you must remember. So he made this very clear, that interfaith, what does it mean, interfaith? The, the term itself, you know, what does it mean? Interfaith means, as far as your governments are concerned, whether it's South African government or ABC government or XYZ government, all religions are on par, are equal. That is the meaning of interfaith. So you put a Jew there, you put a Christian there, you put a Hindu there, you put a Buddhist there, you put a Satanist there, you put a atheist there, you put a Muslim there. So in their eyes, all are equal. So that in itself is 100% kufr and blasphemous and not acceptable at all in Islam. Never in Quran Sharif or even authentic Sunnah will you find the word adiyan. You won't find. Always you will find the term deed. 
inna deena inda Allah al-Islam huwa alladhi arsala rasoolahu bil huda wa deeni al-haqqi liyuzirahu ala deeni kulli then you see another one al-yawmak amaltu lakum deenakum wa atmamtu alaykum ni'mati then you see another one you must remember that wa may yabtaghi ghayr al-islami deena falay yuqbala min see how many verses I just read as random so remember this is a big big fallacy and deception and our Mulvis and our sheikhs and imams and that they all get why there's a lot of perks involved they may be getting wages and kickbacks and so forth and so forth you come nearer to the government and so forth so so many different issues so interface in itself the whole concept is kufr you must remember that you can't be part of interfaith yes if you want to be part of it you must tell them that this is how we understand interfaith this is the point for example you understand lesbian or for example gay or for example what are the other burning issues palestine and israel and so forth so let us discuss it and debate the point and then we see so in Islam, we don't call it interfaith in that sense, that everybody must be equal. We must debate it to prove only Islam is speaking the truth. So Allah Ta'ala sent Wasallam and Islam, the true religion, so that it has to prevail over all other religions. You see that? So that is what we should be understanding. So it's not permissible to be part of interfaith and this. They get, you understand, certain perks and so forth. So if you ask many of the whiteies, why you don't embrace Islam now? You will look at his skin, you must remember. Say what you're saying is right, but my skin color and that don't allow me. So you must embrace Islam and so forth. So that's one big problem. But we keep on making dua. Allah Ta'ala grant them, you understand, hidayat. Second one, Abrahamic Accord. I said it yesterday in the Q&A. Whether it is the Amman Accord that took place many, many years ago, that Mufti Taqi Usmani and many, many senior ulama, fuqaha, jurors, muftis were there. And remember, whether it's the Amman Accord, whether it's the Abrahamic Accord, whether it's the Cape Accord. So the Cape Accord, more as they say, and myself, in two weeks, we flattened the whole thing up with Allah's help. So it's only Allah's mercy. So what do you see? So they say Shias are Muslims. So you must, that is the underlying belly, the underlying factor that they want, we must accept the Shias to be our brothers. You must remember that. And brothers in faith, you must remember. So how can we accept that when you are cursing, swearing, say the Bakr, say the Omar, say the Usman, say the Aisha, say the Hafsa, leave Abu Sufyan and them out. So you must remember that Sayyidina Abu Sufyan, he, his wife Hinda, Amir Muawiyah, all of them, and then Yazid and all that, they hate a whole lot and they say all are kuffar. But where's the evidence to back it up? You must remember that. Come show us some Urdu kitab. That is not evidence. So evidence is you bring Quranic verse or you bring authentic sunnah and then we can talk about these type of issues. Muftisab, the chief Zionist, Warren Goldstein, he's bold and passionate over his beliefs. Over the weekend he made statements and he said in their books that they it's mentioned about this land and it's not about occupation. They say the real occupiers are actually the Palestinians. Muftisab, what yeah, do we say? You see, that is exactly what they are trying to change the narrative. You must remember that. He's like the chore, the crook, you see. 
he comes and steals, yeah, in your shop and all that. Then you get him guilty. And then now we go in front of the judge. So the same crook tells the judge, no. You see what happened 20, 50, 100 years ago. This land belonged to my grandfather and so forth. And this person stole the land and this type of thing. Something very similar to that. So now everybody agrees that you must remember international law. The Supreme Court of Israel recognizes that the West Bank, Gaza, all that are what? Palestinian land. And the international law also does that. You see, you must always remember the three things. The Jutlas are Haramis, they're a cursed nation. The murderers of prophets and they are baby killers. You must remind them that always, right? So three things they have made exclusive for themselves. One, Holocaust. Otherwise, many more people have died in other things. You must remember that 200 years and more colonial rule there in India and all that. What the Churchill and them did, you must remember that. They organized famines and this and all that. For millions, five million, six million people, seven million people. The Jutla, six million, a big fat lie, maybe one million or less. So you must remember this. So the Holocaust issue, they make it an exclusive issue. Second one, anti-Semite. So Semite comes from... Noah, Noah alayhi salatu salam had different sons, Ham, Sam, Yafith, all this year. So you must remember that. So the Sam, Semitic came from there. So Arabic comes there, Hebrew comes there, Syriac comes there, Yiddish comes. So all these languages come under that. So it's a family. So you must remember. But they made it exclusive for them. You criticize Israel, you criticize Jew, they'll tell you you're anti-Semite. So I tell them, go to hell. You must remember these things there. Yeah? You don't come and tell us what we must believe in and so. And third one, they say that they always play victim. You must remember. They are the, the, the super terrorists, the super crook, the super occupier, but they will always play victim. So that now they want to change the whole narrative, you must remember that, and so forth. So therefore, they must expel him and all these things, yeah? Expel the ambassador and all these guys, here yeah, who talk so much nonsense. So they are the ones who come and change, you must remember, the things because of Hasbara and propaganda and so forth. Muftisab, as we see, what does the future hold? It's almost 40 days now that we are seeing, witnessing this. What does Muftisab feel, and inshallah, what may happen? I went to Rustenburg, and about two, three Molanas, they were so fascinated. I'll just give you the rundown. So what I did there, I was thinking I would like run a series. And I thought they were recording it when I asked them to say, maybe some individuals, but the masjid, they didn't record it. So Allah knows best, you understand? So yesterday I announced that who's got Hazrat Mohanai Tishamulak Tanvi's lectures or reading, please send me. I see five uh, lectures or this, I got already five, seven, eight, whatever it is. But I know there's one, two people, they send it to me. So for us, this is how you, Hazrat Mohanai Zahid Khan, Dhamma Barakatum, you invited ABC place. So you must first speak Judaism. Then you must speak Zionism. Then you must speak Hamas. So that was last week, Thursday night, all right? And then Friday was some advices after Fajr. But Jumma time, we came to Ama Adra Kamal Gaza. What is Gaza? What is the importance of Gaza? What is happening there in Gaza? So the whole Jumma was basically on that. Why is there no Ghusl? Why is there no Janazah Salat for our martyrs and Shuhada and so forth and so on? 
So all that happened, you must remember, that Friday. Friday afternoon, I was tired, I had to go sleep because I was exhausted also. Then after Asr, you must remember, there Masjid Rahman, now a different Masjid, so I had a program. So now what? So I said that, see, we got half an hour, and today I'm giving you all a bonus. Normally before I leave, so now I complete my Quran Sharif, and me and my wife, we make dua. But this time they came so early, so I told them three o'clock, they were past two, like, you know. So mashallah, so that time, so then I said, let me complete the Quran Sharif now. Yeah, so we made Khatmul Quran and so forth. Then we spoke about, you must remember, that the khidmat the Sahaba made of Aqsar Mubarak and what the Tabi'een and the great, great people, they made all these things. Yeah. So the, the service they rendered and so forth. So all these kind of things. That was now Friday. Then Friday night, I said, now let's come to present and to future. So I sent out to you all the book, Haqaiqul Qur'aniyah, Hawla Qadiyatil Falastiniyah, so Faida Ja'a Wa'adu. So go read chapter 17, verses 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, you will find it. Go see, you must remember that Allah Ta'ala says in Surah 17, verses 4 and 5, that they will be punished, they will be this, all that, that, the Muslims. And then, ثُمَّ رَدَدْنَا لَكُمْ عَلَيْهِمْ so yeah, all my Allah is teaching us, I'm going to give them back this power, this authority. I'm going to give them wealth. I'm going to give them army. I'm going to give them children. So all this Allah will give so that they get punished also. So you see, so you must remember these things here. And remember what the future, the future is ours. Surah 17, verse 7, فَإِذَا جَاءَ وَعَدُ الْآخِرَةِ لِيَسُوءُ وُجُوَكُمْ وَلِيَدْخُلُوا الْمَجْجِلَ كَمَا دَخَلُوهُ أَوَّلَ مَرَّةِ وَلِيُتَبِّرُوا مَعَلُوا تَدْبِيرًا If you look at the balagha, the rhetoric, whatever Allah gave the Jews, Allah Ta'ala used plural, attributing it to Himself. And yeah, Allah used singular, so you must remember that you Muslims, you must do this and all these kind of things. So Allah said, you must go disfigure their faces, you must enter Majul Aqsa via jihad, and crush that arrogance of theirs and pride of theirs. So see everything in the Quran, but what we have done, we neglected the Quran, and then we say, no, that you know that uh, this is painting and this is painting and other one things. So we must be very, very clear that victory is definitely, but the question is, when will Aqsa so get liberated from the Jutlas, when will Gaza, Dufatul Garbiya, the West Bank and all that? So then we can coexist this peace and harmony and so forth. Jazakumullah khairan muftisab. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaah.